Sit back and listen and enjoy my podcast about health, wellness, fitness, yoga, business, and life. I talk about everything from ways of eating healthy, mindfulness, yoga, working out, manifesting, to pop culture, momming, adulting. I try to have fun and laugh at myself along the way of my sometimes stressed out and frazzled life. This is Fit, Fun, and Frazzled, and I am your host, Nikki Lanigan. Hi, Fit, Fun, and Frazzled listeners. Today is a bonus episode. I have a lot of content still I want to share in December and get it out there to you guys. So I will have one or two at least bonus episodes for the month of December, and this is one of them. First, though, I want to touch on some things I have going on that you could sign up for. First is my five-day online yoga For Stress and Anxiety Workshop, this is completely free. It's all online. This time of year is really easy to become stressed and overwhelmed, and that's exactly why I created this free five-day workshop, and hopefully you will take it into the new year with you. When you sign up, you get a free PDF workbook, a free PDF stress relief workbook, free PDF smoothie, recipe guide. This is not a nutrition-based program, however... I believe in the gut-brain connection and what we are feeding our body can either help our stress and anxiety or it can hurt our stress and anxiety. So I included just a quick and easy smoothie guide because sometimes I know when we are stressed and overwhelmed, our own self-care and taking care of ourselves, whether it be with nutrition and food, kind of goes to the wayside where we're doing everything else for everyone else. Smoothies are really quick and easy to make, and they can be extremely good for you, and they could also be bad for you. Not bad, I hate saying that, I shouldn't have said that, but they could be, depending on what you put in it, full of sugar. So that's why I included this, and then you will also get, um, it will be a private Facebook group, I will do daily live yoga flows. You will also get, I will show you some different meditations, some breath work, EFT tapping, kundalini. We'll do some journaling. So that is one thing you guys can sign up completely free. My other thing, and then the link will be in the show notes also for my free five-day online yoga for stress and anxiety link in the show notes go check that out and then my positive affirmation card deck this makes great stocking stuffers gifts for teachers coaches teens tweens entrepreneurs the women in your life i am positive affirmation cards are our thoughts Create our reality. Where your intention goes, energy flows. So why not program your mind to think positive thoughts daily with these positive I am affirmation cards. Positive affirmations are a form of self-care. Practicing daily affirmations can help you overcome fear and self-doubt, motivate you, change your negative thought patterns into positive ones, influence your subconscious mind to access new beliefs, and help you feel positive about yourself and boost your confidence. The link for these are also in my show notes. Lastly, in January, 
I will have my first live in-person workshop. I haven't done one in a year and it is yoga and vision board workshop. I'm really excited about this. This is also link in the show notes to sign up and buy and book your spot. The new year brings with it a yearning for change and new goals. It evokes in us a willingness to reflect and ask ourselves what that change might look like. My workshop will begin with a visual meditation to release anything from the past year that doesn't serve you, any old stories and emotions you're still hanging on to. We will journal, followed by a 45-ish minute all levels yoga flow, yoga flow suitable for all levels. The sequence will help release stagnant energy and get us into the flow from within, releasing the old year and setting intentions and manifestations for the new year. We will end with the Kundalini meditation to bring in prosperity and abundance. The rest of the time, we will use to create our vision boards. All vision board materials will be included. I will bring all the materials for you. However, feel free to bring in your own images, quotes, magazines that you printed out, something you saw that caught your eye that you really want. So bring that all in again to book your spot. Link in the show notes. So this week's episode, December is my birthday month and I just celebrated my 44th birthday. And with that, I will be sharing 45 life lessons and lessons in business and life with you. But first, I want to talk about a book I just read, Fair Play, Fair Play by Eve Radowski. This is one of Reese Witherspoon's, her Hello Sunshine book club. This is one of the, the pick, um, I don't know, it might have been a year ago. It was kind of a while ago, and I just never got around to it. And... I started following Fair Play on Instagram and just the posts really inspired me and things I needed to see and needed to work on, like setting boundaries with my household and my family. Um, This book, I think, is really good for not just moms. I mean, it is kind of geared towards moms and how we can set up our household equally, the dad and the mom equal to-do list, or it's, it's, um, what does she call it? Um, the shit I do list. Um, it's, so it's about that, how to, you know, set your household up like that. But something I found really, really interesting in homes that are same-sex couples, so two men or two women, they divide everything up equally. This isn't to say like every single one, but the majority, it's equal. But in opposite sex, a man and a woman, it is well over majority, (laughs) predominantly the female, the mom doing most of the work. So I don't know, that was kind of interesting to hear. But so the synopsis of this book, she says the 
it is about the same shit, different decade. Women are still doing the bulk of the childcare and domestic responsibility, even in homes where both parents are working full time. So I want to do a side note real quick. I know this isn't going to you know, resonate with everyone because some homes, the man and the woman are equal, okay? But a majority, it's not. And again, the other statistic that I said that in same-sex most of the time they split it equally also and this is not um to say single single moms or single dads you guys are amazing and true heroes and true inspirations and i don't know how you do it and i give major props to you and my hat off to you and honestly that is so hard with this i also don't want to say i don't think the book is just solely about moms I do think it's a female thing and if you are in a relationship or cohabitate cohabitating with your spouse or a significant other I do think females also tend to do this you don't necessarily even have to have kids is what I'm saying to appreciate this book and realize that females are doing the majority of the household work on top of other things Okay, so now back to my synopsis of the book. Okay, plenty of women have been writing about this for decades, that they are doing the bulk of the child care and the domestic responsibilities while working. But how can we change it? You can't value what you don't see. If the spouse doesn't see what you do daily to keep the ship afloat, they have no clue. So she says, you know what I said before, the shit I do list. Behind the scene... It's like a behind the scenes, our partners don't know we do. The scene. So they see we clean, cook, grocery shop, take care of the dogs, drive the kids around, pack lunches, maybe um, lawn. They see we do the laundry, unload and load the dishwasher. The unseen stuff, plan birthday parties, and do the invite list, book party place, help with the schoolwork, the PTA, school supplies. Registration forms for back-to-school, back-to-school clothes shopping, do the sports physicals, pay school fees, picture day, theme days. Okay, December is insane with the freaking theme days. Seriously, every day. I know it's supposed to be fun for the kids, but... Or last night. So last night, my oldest at 10 p.m. remembered she had a Spanish extra credit thing she could do, and it was... Um, bake Christmas cookies. So at 10 p.m., we are, my husband was already asleep. Her and I are trying to find a store even open in our area that we could go and buy stuff to make Christmas cookies. So those kind of things. And then on top of that, teacher's gifts, teacher's holiday Christmas gift, teacher appreciation gifts, Homework help, buying school supplies last minute for projects, volunteering in the classroom, scheduling the doctor's appointments, scheduling the ortho appointments, the dentist, buying holiday and birthday gifts for every single person in your family, including extended family. The public perception of what people see and think the husband does is also very different than what is actually done at home. So this isn't to knock the husband or your spouse in any way, shape, or form. Like I said, this is not, this is generalizing, but this is a lot of households, the man or the husband will do this. What is in, what 
people see outside. Like say you have people over and he is helping you and doing things. And then when no one's around, they're completely different. That's kind of just what that's saying. Okay, now here's some statistics. 86% of households, the woman... 86% of the households, the woman is doing the household chores, making the appointments, driving the kids to the appointments and work while she is working full time. And she is mentally calendaring who needs to be where and when and running the kids to all of their things. She is mentally calculating, calendaring what needs to be picked up, what you're out of, picking up prescriptions, you know, all of that. 90.4% of moms admit to taking better care of their families than themselves. That is really high. 25% even admitted they haven't done anything for themselves in well over a year. Listen to this one. 90% of fathers spend more time relaxing. Does anyone ask the father who has the kids when he goes out? So this has been like, say the guy goes out you know, meets friends or whatever. People are just like, hey, what's up? People don't say, where are your kids? Who's watching the kids? The female goes out. They say that. Where are the kids? Who's watching the kids? So I don't know. That's another thing that the book talks about. When we step into the background, we lose ourselves. We once were a fun and vibrant and we become a shell of who we once were. So this is kind of how I found myself this year. But I think it was a progression starting maybe four or five years ago. I I don't want to say I lost myself because that seems super like, you know, I'm, I'm happy. I'm content. I love my life. So saying I lost myself makes it sound really deep and I don't know the word I'm looking for but four or five years ago I started I feel like I started trying to be the perfect wife the perfect mom and I stopped doing things for myself I used to regularly get massages get facials once a month get manicures and pedicures I stopped that my kids started to get older they got really busy and I started doing all the things for them taking care of the house you know doing everything. And I stopped asking for help. I stopped, even though I was teaching yoga at studios still, I stopped going to studios, practicing yoga myself and taking other people's classes. I even stopped like hanging out with my friends because I was too busy running the kids everywhere and doing everything. And then I was really tired. I wasn't prioritizing myself. I wasn't prioritizing my social life. Um, and I was just thinking, you know, I used to be like so fun and funny and witty and I don't want my kids to see me tired and stressed and irritable with no boundaries doing everything. I want them to have a good role model so they know that they can ask for help. It's okay to ask for help and not let them run themselves ragged doing all the things, being a people pleaser, being stressed, and then being resentful on top of it and irritated. So my morning routines are my time. I fully still embrace that. And it's my non-negotiables, waking up before everyone else gets up. And I 
enjoyed that. And I'm really lucky and I'm blessed that I love both of my jobs and careers and I have two and I have a podcast and I love doing that. So I am lucky and blessed so much. But when I like read this book, I was like, wow, I really need to start setting better boundaries, asking for help and not rediscovering myself or refinding myself because I don't think I was like lost, but I need to not look at myself as Nikki, the wife, Nikki, the mom, Nikki, the yoga instructor, holistic health coach or podcaster, whatever, but as me, Nikki, you know, what do I like to do? What do I want to do today? What do I want to do this weekend? So that's something I'm working on and going to carry in to the new year with me. And now that brings me to my list of 44 things I've learned in business and life. And I think it's really a privilege to get older. The older I get, the more I think that. And also the older I get, the more confidence I think I gain in myself. And I'm always growing. I'm always learning evolving and I'm open to that and I also love having a birthday in December because December people it's the end of the year people seem to reflect anyways in December so then I get to reflect on my birthday and the end of the year and kind of tie it all together but one of the most important things I've learned is to learn to love yourself And try to start that when you're young so you're not, you know, constantly beating yourself down. Okay, so number one. Here is my list. Number one, injuring yourself now happens when you yawn, sneeze, turn your head, or move any part of your body. Number two, trust your intuition. That gut feeling, that's real. Number three, I can't tell you enough how tired you will be. So learn to rest, like I was saying in the above um, fair play. Number four, you are not defined by a number, whether it's the number on the scale, your genes, or your followers on social media. You are so much more than that. Number five, you'll become much more interested in learning more than you were when it was required. Number six, your kids will start to experience hurt. Feelings of being left out and heartbreak, which means you will be hurt too. There is nothing you can do to prevent this and it really sucks. Number seven, you are responsible for your own happiness. Nothing can truly make you happy. It's an inside job. No amount of money, not a person, no outside thing can make you happy. You will constantly be chasing something in life if that's what you're doing. Number eight, If you have kids in the preschool and elementary school age group, volunteer in the classroom. You will receive so many honest compliments from these little kids. It will just light you up. It is so rejuvenating. And it's also a memorable experience to bond with your um, kid that you are volunteering in their classroom for. Number nine, now that your kids are old enough to stay home alone, you'll either be too tired to stay out past 9.30, or you will be your kid's Uber driver, running them to and from their activities, their functions, or their friend's house. Number 10, stop looking at what other people are doing. Stop comparing yourself to others. Remember, Instagram is a highlight reel with filters. 
Number 11, don't take things too personally. If someone doesn't text back right away, realize it's not about you. Number 12, the fashion of your childhood will be popular again. Number 13, find time for yourself, especially if you're a mom, a wife, and or a business owner. Number 14, learn how to say no. Stop giving a piece of yourself to everyone all the time. Protect your time, mental health, and energy. Protect your time, your mental health, and your energy by saying no. Number 15, you can't please everyone, so stop trying. You'll end up losing yourself along the way. Number 16, this is said by Glennon Doyle, and I quote, If you have to choose between disappointing yourself or someone else, always choose to disappoint someone else. Number 17, pay attention to how people act when they are driving, how they treat the other drivers. Same goes for how they treat service servers, hospitality workers. You can tell a lot by that. Number 18, do not be impressed by someone's money status, the car they're driving, their looks, their social media, media following, or their job title. Number 19, Same goes for yourself. No one cares about where you went to college, your GPA, your career, how much money you make. It's how you treat people that matters. Number 20, take time to really understand your finances. It's not about making money. It's about savings. Have a savings account. If you have kids, start a college fund when they are babies and have money saved and set aside for your retirement. Number 21, invest in yourself and your business. You'll find most things online are free. You could Google, go to YouTube, but it'll take you years to figure everything out and that's okay. But if you start investing in yourself by enrolling in workshops, online courses, hiring a mentor or a coach, you're worth it and so is your business. Number 22, start your day with three things that you're grateful for every day and your mindset will start to shift. Number 23, learn to meditate and practice journaling. Trust me, the benefits are absolutely amazing. I cannot say enough. Meditate, meditate, meditate. Number 24, don't be so quick to judge others. Actually, I would just say stop. Don't judge. Don't be a judgy judger. Number 25, thoughts become things. Choose them wisely. Number 26, it's okay to go to therapy. If more people went to therapy, the people going to therapy wouldn't have to go to therapy. Just think of that. (laughs) Number 27, find people who celebrate your wins and make sure to also celebrate theirs and celebrate your own wins. 28, imitation and copying will happen as adults and especially if you are a business owner and especially online in the virtual realm, social media. People will copy you. It hurts sometimes, but remember, imitation is a sincerest form of flattery. 29, know your worth. Don't let anyone get comfortable with disrespecting you. We teach people how to treat us. Number 30, I think I said it before, but I'm saying it again, rest, capital E, capital E. Nope, that's not how you spell rest. Maybe I need to rest more. (laughs) Capital R, capital E, capital S, capital T, exclamation point, rest. 31, burnout is real, take care of yourself. 32, apologize when you are wrong, even to your kids. 
Number 33, our kids are always watching us. Number 34, tell the people in your life that you love. Make sure they know you love them. Tell them. 35, it's okay to start again. It's okay to start over. Leave a toxic job, a career, and a toxic relationship with spouses, friends, significant others, coworkers, family, etc. 36, be willing to learn and grow. 37, ask for what you want and believe you are worth it. 38, find your circle of friends. 39, progress, not perfection. Number 40, set set boundaries when you are young. Be consistent and don't let people take advantage of you. Being nice is one thing, but make sure to protect yourself from being walked on. No one is a mind reader, so also remember this. So ask for what you need. Number 41, another quote. 20 years from now, you will be more disappointed by the things that you didn't do than by the ones you did. So throw off the bowlines, sail away from the safe harbor, catch the trade winds in your sail, explore, dream, discover. Discover. Number 42, stop obsessing over vanity and your weight. Number 43, you're stronger than you think. Number 44, it's okay to start over and try new things. What you once loved and you thought you wanted might not seem that great anymore. As you get older, you will continuously evolve and grow. Maybe even outgrow people, places, things, and that's okay. So I hope I'm able to instill these lessons in my daughters now so they will always know their worth and they will be able to carry these with them as they get older. I also want to remind you guys to take care of yourself. I have, hopefully, it's a work in progress and I'm continuously doing it, but taking care of myself and I want to continuously become a better person and know that life is fleeting. I am still growing, learning, and evolving, and I am welcome, and I welcome it with open arms. So cheers to you guys. Cheers to another healthy and vibrant year, my friends. I'm interested in knowing what you have learned this past year and which life or business lesson that I mentioned today resonates with you the most. So go over, DM me, let me know your takeaway on this podcast episode, what you have learned this past year, or a life lesson that's resonated with you that I mentioned. Guys, thank you always for tuning in. If you like this episode, please leave a rating and review. Share it with someone else you think might like and enjoy it. Take some time out this week or weekend, whenever you're listening to this, make sure you are taking care of yourself, resting and relaxing. Enjoy your weekend, guys.